Still in lockdown, little Jamesy boy. Jesse, Jesse Gill. <laughs> I know. It's just, it's a real tragedy, but at the same time, I don't want COVID. Um, yep. <laughs> I may have had how a final Huh? How was your day? This is how it's going. Yeah, a bottle of yellow. I'm showing the camera right now for people watching on YouTube. Oh, what's that? What what's yeah. in your cup, James? Um, lemon juice and Coca Cola. Wow. Yeah. Very it's nice. It's actually pretty good. Is it, it kind of it, it reminds me of um the cocktail. You know the one with Coca Cola. Um, and all the different stuff. Like what, gin bean? Oh, like what, Long Island iced tea? Yeah. That, oh. It's just a mocktail of that, yeah. That really fucks you up, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, the fun uh, ain't gonna fuck me up. <laughs> so we'll say it's a Long Island... Hmm. What mocktail? Yeah. <laughs> a Long Island mocktail. How yeah. original. Yeah, so just doing it chill and you're <laughs> on the hard stuff. I'm on the beers. No, I'm not. I'm on the yellow, the yellow Glen. Woo! Still drinking mm. from my 30th birthday party. It was <laughs> months ago. <laughs> yeah, still got bottles. Still got bottles. And I thought I was out. And then I went to like, we have like a walk-in like robe, so to speak, where it's attached to the bathroom where my parents store their clothes I'm like what's this box and it was all this other like alcohol I'm like get out and then I was cleaning yeah. my room I always clean my room but I found another box and I think it's the like wine that your sister gave me and I'm just like there's another two bottles there I'm like I'm pulling bottles from all over the shop here classic how are you classic. how are you yeah, I'm doing really well um I'm excited. My microphone's coming tomorrow and oh. all my stuff. What made so, you want to do it, James? Tell the public. Well, being in lockdown, I just want to get moving. <laughs> I just want to get moving. It's true. It's true. Yeah. Oh, my well, God. You can have your microphone and I can bring mine. Yeah. And we can have a little recording session. It'll be fun. It will be so much fun. I'm so looking fun. forward to it. <laughs> me too. Um, James has sent me the jingle, so to speak. He's created the jingle and he's created the lyrics and I'm donating my vocals for this. And yeah. I actually love the jingle. And I'm like, shit, this is actually quite catchy. Yeah. It it's got a little good beat to it. Yeah. It's got a good vibe. I'm excited to work <laughs> on it with you. It'll be Aww. fun. Walker, yeah. stop it. Have a drink. Okay. <laughs> Why not? Um, 
Yeah, so should we talk about our topic this week? You tell the public. I was like, James, what should we talk about this Friday night? And he just flat out came out with a banger. Go for it. So we're going to be talking about bizarre rituals from around the world. (gasps) You know how common this is? Like different cultures have their different things, isn't it? Yeah. And I brought my crystal. (laughs) Your um, amethyst, amethyst, yeah. Say amethyst, something with an A, amethyst. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Amethyst no, I am. From Garden World, aka Bonnie, who has previously been on the podcast and talked about plants. This is from yeah. her area. And congratulations, no, Bonnie, on your. Well, she's continuing on with her life, so <laughs> congratulations, Bonnie. This is for you. Yeah. Let's have another drink, James. Here's the Bonnie's new chapter. New chapter for Bonnie. She's no longer working at Garden World. Yeah. Um, so oh, yeah. do you want to introduce <laughs> Rachel? Well, I was going to, what I've done, I found basically this little article and I thought, oh, it's pretty cute. It's pretty cute. So here we go. Okay. So, oh yeah, you tell the public since you created this, what we're talking about. What are we talking about? Oh, bizarre rituals from around the world. Right. I presumed moon, but I think you meant like rituals in general. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm just going to talk about the moon. (laughs) I promoted this and presumed it was the moon. So here we go. So humans have always felt a connection to the moon. The sun may sustain our very life, but in many ways, the moon influences how we live it. Despite being just over a quarter of the Earth's size, hmm, that's a fun little tip there. Um, the, the moon quietly pulls Earth's strings. It indicates tides inspired how we track time and affects animal behavior. Um, Over time, different cultures around the world have developed stories, rituals, and celebrations inspired by the moon, particularly its full moon. From the ancient Sumeranians, I butchered that, Sumeranians developed the lunar calendar to tourists letting loose at Thailand's full moon parties. The cratered planet has woven itself into fabric of the fabric of mankind. My mother has come for a drink, so I'm going to pass my wine to her. <laughs> Hi, James. And hey. The world is listening, Mom. Oh, sorry. <laughs> See ya. So, um, you were saying? <laughs> so basically, <laughs> there's something called, so there's different phases, different articulations, so to speak, but there's a baby's first full moon. Hmm, what is that, you may ask? Well, it's a traditional Chinese custom to celebrate, to celebrate a baby's first full moon. For some Chinese mothers, the first month after giving birth is spent in confinement and resting and recovering. The baby's full moon celebrations, also known as a red egg and ginger party, is often the first time friends and family members get to meet the newborn. And then there's the moon's feminine energy, 
for many people of indigenous well, the indigenous part of North America, apparently, the moon represents divine feminine energy and is known as the grandmother moon. And the moon cycle, which is roughly the same length of time as a woman's menstrual cycle, is seen as a sacred gift to women, often referred to as their moon time. Oh, I didn't know. Okay. That's a new fact for me. Your moon time. It's the moon time. I always call it the bitch. <laughs> the bitch is visiting. <laughs> the bitch is back. Um, <laughs> there's the lunar eclipse legend, which is the moon plays an important part in Balinese ceremonies, folklore, and agriculture. Both the full and new moon hold special meaning. So much so that if a religious celebration falls on or around it the ceremonies are considered a suspicious <laughs> i can't say that word auspicious <laughs> and extended auspicious and extended for several days yeah and then you can create your own ritual apparently it depends on what you believe in and i always feel like when there's a full moon i get a bit rowdy i'm just like what do you want mum and dad and I'm like, I'm so sorry. I don't know what came over me. It must be like a werewolf deep down. <laughs> Undergo your transformation. Ah, yes, my, my moon time, apparently. <laughs> but enough of me, James. Enough of the moon. Okay. So I've got a few, like, rituals I'll speak about. Um, there are a couple of articles. Is it still recording? Um, it's showing Henry House, which is a delightful little TV show that James recorded years ago that you should check out on YouTube. But you can, oh, sorry. yeah, we can hear you. Can you. Okay, cool. So I'm just going to get up the article that I've been reading, which was pretty cool. It had um, a lot of interesting, um, interesting, uh, basically rituals from around the world. So um, one second. So keen, so keen, something other than the moon. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So this were some of the interesting ones. So um, a lot of these rituals I've rooted in like, um, you know, a bit more of the darker side um, of things. So one of them is a ancient ritual from India. So um, holy men known to engage in post-mortem rituals, so for the dead. Oh. So what they would do is they would basically smear crema uh, cremation ashes on their bodies and use the human bones to create jewellery, um, human scales to make um, ritual um, skull-like cups to drink out of. Um, this is basically um, a old orthodox practice of um, Hindus, like Hinduism, where it comes from. So they would basically um, meditate and worship in sites which they would call haunted houses. And um, 
their like their practices and everything were rooted in the idea that um being close to the dead um gave you more um what's the word uh you know healing powers and made you more holier so pretty crazy so you just smear um the basically the burnt body um over yourself and drink out of skulls and um create jewelry out of people's bones um was some of the um yeah so the explanation behind it all was that um basically uh they were like kind of priests and whatnot and they would dig out the deceased bodies of their relatives and begin to chew on them. What? And the explanation was that each bite, the soul of the decrease of the deceased uh, gains more peace and welfare in the afterlife. And then once the ritual was completed, the believers bury the corpses again and leave the cemetery only to return to the same ritual the next year. That's what they would do. I'm actually pretty crazy. Yeah. So that's like a ritual tied back to ancient Orthodox Hinduism. Oh my God. Another one which I thought, which was pretty cool, was obviously we've talked a little bit about mummification. So one of them was Japanese self-mummification. So the Buddhists believe in separating themselves from the world. So some monks took this idea to the extreme and there was like a division of this. So they would begin preserving their own bodies. And this was to demonstrate their holiness. So the ritual started with a three-year diet of nuts and seeds. And then they would complete a bunch of physical exercises to rid the body of all its fat. Then for the next three years, your diet would change. The tree bark roots and a poisonous tea made from a Yuroshi tree. And the tea makes the monks vomit. And then they lose their body fluid. And also was to kill off any maggots that would move in after they die. Ultimately, the monks locks himself into a tomb And there he has um, a breathing tube and a bell. And he would ring in order to signal to the other monks that he was still alive. Once the monks died, the tomb was sealed up. And then there's about 20 self-mummified monks who um, basically, yeah, you can go and see them. It's pretty kind of disgusting, but they're pretty well preserved because of what they did. Isn't it interesting that this is normally the normal, you know, and it passes on from generation to generation? Yeah, and it's just kind of expected. So another really, like, crazy one is from Venezuela Venezuela, um, in South America, and it was a group of people who had a ritual of eating their dead. So the ceremony long predates their discovery by Westerners. So it's an Aboriginal group of people um, who are one of the few poly, um, poly glamorous cultures, meaning they have more than one partner. Um, so they basically would take hallucinogenics and basically their death rituals 
um, was a major part of like their tribe. And it is thought that the dead are taken by soul eaters by unquenchable hunger who consume their life force. And if the change is not, if the chain does not stop, they continue to eat until the whole city, until the whole world dies as a result in order to stop the evil soul eaters that the tribe eat their own dead first they cremate the body and then they grind them up the biggest bones in a muscle and pestle and it became the base for a plankton soup so it was a major part of what they did um so they'd basically burn the body burn like the bones and then grind them up and it would form a formation of a soup which they were um, have and it was to stop the soul from being um, taken by evil spirits. Literally speechless. There's so much in this world you just don't know. Yeah, so that's some of the ones. Um, there was also a couple other ones that I wanted um, which are really bizarre as well. Yeah. Um, so a couple of the other ones which I found pretty um, interesting um, was, what one was that? Sorry, I'm just scrolling through. Um, wow. So there was, oh, the sacrificial uh, Viking slaves. So um, it was very um, much um, in Viking, like, culture and everything there was often a um kind of I guess a constitutionalized raping that would go on inside of the um inside of I guess the tribe so the girl was taken to another um, tent where she would have sex with six of the viking men and the last one was in charge of strangling the girl with a rope while the settle- settlement's matriarch ritually stabbed her to death. Mm-hmm. And then the chieftain and his slave girl were placed then on a wooden ship to take them to the afterlife. Oh, my goodness gracious me. The sacrifice. That's in a couple of um, cultures, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, God. What a way to go, eh? What a way to go. Yeah, it's pretty, like, it's pretty crazy. Um, they have, um, there's also like really bizarre ones as well in terms of, you know, um, the bear worship. I think I've heard of it. So a lot of like indigenous Japanese and Russian people have a bizarre, you know, custom in their culture of sacrificing bears, believing that, the bears are the gods and the sacrifice is to bless the souls of mankind. The practice in feels involves killing the mo- a mother while she hibernates in her den and then raising her cubs in captivity for two years before choking and spearing them. Jeez, please. Jeez. Not one like w- walking thing in this life is spared, isn't it? I wouldn't have thought bears. Yeah, um, that one I found, like, just really disturbing. But I guess, like, all these things just kind of come back to belief systems Mm. and, like, the ritual of it. And it's quite, like, 
it's quite crazy because it's like you're taking like so you're killing the mother you're taking in its two cubs you're then feeding them and getting them so dependent upon you and looking after them and then you know in a moment of like thing you basically then choke them and spear them when the you know the time's right which i found like how crazy mental it's kind of like a game of thrones theme like yeah wow that's insane but another one is cutting off fingers so most people when they grieve have a good cry you know eat a tub of ice cream maybe go see a therapist or a counselor but yeah. in Papua New Guinea, they do something extreme when they grieve. They cut off their own fingers. The ritual happens after a loved one dies and some of the relatives cut their, off their fingers as an act of grieving. The practice has been banned in recent years, but you'll find old members of tribes continuing to do the tradition. That's insane, isn't it? They're completely normal yeah. Makes you wonder what's insane and what's sane, isn't it? It's just the definition you give yourself, really. Yeah. Mm. Um, Another one is that um, living with the dead. It's pretty popular in Indonesia. Uh, Yeah, this I've heard. They keep the course of the deceased to live at home with them for years. They wash and change the corpse daily and give them a bowl that acts as their toilet. Their bodies are injected with formalin to stop the decomposing process. They're just in the corner, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. The um that guy, what's his name? <sighs> what did Ricky Gervais and Stephen Merchant? They sent that what idiot abroad? What's that guy's name? Yeah. Baldy. Yeah. They sent him there, and there's an episode where um. It's just like the dining table and just like this dead body and like <laughs> in a coffin sort of a thing in the corner. And it's completely normal. They're just like, yeah, it's just mum or dad or yeah. my grandma. Interesting. So, and that, yeah, another one, um, uh, you probably would have heard of them, um, the Maasai's, Maasai no. warriors in Africa. No, tell me more. So um, they have a ritual where they take the blood from a cow and they suck it out of like a um, tube and they feed off it, like believing that it's really good for you. So that's what they do, but it doesn't actually kill the cow, which I found kind of a bit weird. But anyway, they have it, you know, obviously the cow's milk and then also drink its blood. I've heard of the drinking of the blood. It's something pure, isn't it? Because the cow yeah. in India is meant to be like a sacred. Is it India? It's meant to be yeah. sacred? It's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. So something a bit lighthearted to mix it up. Obviously, you know the tomato fight. Oh, my God. That was my one. <laughs> That's- go, go. Oh. I love it. Tell me. Tell me, James. So that's like, you know, obviously a part of their tradition in the um, Spanish town of Banal. Um, it's an epic battle is waged every year where you throw tomatoes at each other. And it's the world's biggest tomato fight and has been going on for 72 years. Look at that. Another really bizarre one in Spain that they do is a festival of El um, Shalat. 
a shalako, um, which men dress in yellow and red um, like devils and run through the streets insulting and whipping people. During this, new babies are laid out on mattresses in the streets and these men dressed as devils leap over them. It is believed that it was once a uh, um, fertility ceremony that mixed with Christianity to symbolise the triumph over evil. Gosh. Makes you think, isn't it? In the day, like in those times, each culture, each civilization throughout time would have had their own set of belief systems, isn't it? And society dictated was what was acceptable. Yeah. And it's kind of like how like the ancient Greeks or Romans had certain gods that they, Egyptians even like had certain gods that they believed were real. And like now I don't think they're practiced and there's certain traditions that have just faded over time. It just goes to show rituals and everything. Makes you think what's real and what isn't, isn't it? Yeah. How much is it? It's society and everything that's bolstering everything. Yeah. Well, in Chinese, um, the eating of the dogs festival. Mm. So, like, they believed that... Um, it's Yulin festival in China where the people eat dog meat and it was for good luck and health according to Chinese superstition. I believe that eating dog meat increases your body temperature and all that kind of thing. But obviously it's, you know, being worldwidely condemned because a lot of people, you know, have dogs as pets. So Mm. obviously there's been waves of protests and social media outrage and animal rights concerns. Um, Obviously, you know, it's an ancient festival that's been going on for a long time where the Chinese, you know, believe that the dog meat is for good luck and health. Mm. And yeah, they have those sacrifices. It's very, it comes to that saying, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. I think that's how the saying goes, isn't it? Where it's going to have to be like the children of the future that dictate change. Yeah. It's interesting because you try to explain this to someone that's been doing this for what, 60, 70 years to change. They're not going to change unless they want to actively change. Yeah. Hmm, Very interesting. There's heaps, isn't it? I'm actually looking myself. In Borneo, there's a wedding custom. Hmm. And it forbids the news, like the newlyweds, from using the bathroom for three days and three nights. So where do they go? They're watched very closely during this time, believing that it will bring them good luck for the rest of their lives if they don't. Oh, my God. But apparently, but, you know, people take um, all sorts of things to stop them from going to the toilet, but it can lead to, like, health problems <laughs> like pee on the spot like oh dear yeah um in bali um they basically have a two filing kind of rite of passage what? so it was yeah. to get rid of the humans animalistic features especially like people's fangs so they would file it away so that it wouldn't look so um animalistic Wow, that's kind of like that guy from Twilight. He chiseled his teeth. <laughs> mm. Look at that. Yeah. It's 
heaps of things, isn't it? The Mayans, heaps yeah. of civilizations that certain things mean certain, like superstition, then you get superstitious stuff from around the world as well. Oh dear. Yeah. Very interesting. Another one was uh, land diving. You've probably heard of oh, this. Oh yeah, another idiot abroad a episode. Boy, yeah, a boy straps a rope around his ankles and jumps off the wooden tower around 75 feet, 25 meters high. Um, but it isn't obviously bungee jumping, like there's no thing, it's just a rope. And usually the guys hit, um, the boys hit the ground below. And while a few have died from it, Many have ruptured their spleens and have internal damage, but that's just a ritual that people do. I saw kids doing that. I don't know what country it was where it's all bamboo, isn't it? When it goes up. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty, pretty, yeah. Yeah. Pretty different. <laughs> pretty different. But, you know, each again, each culture, each civilization, each depends what time you're born in. <laughs> It's kind of like um, what the 15th century and everything they believed in what witch trials and when was that 15, 14th century? Yeah. It's just, it's very human beings, I tell you. One of a kind. Yeah. So basically um, in the Eskimo, like in new kind of culture, um, you know they have to work so hard with the elements of obviously you know the winter and you know trying to get food resources staying warm you know fires and all that kind of stuff building igloos and all that kind of stuff because it was such you know harsh environment so um basically what they had in their culture is they would have um you know obviously big like um hunts and everything and like you had to do a lot to survive so what would end up happening is that um when the um the elderly um couldn't help like the tribe anymore mm -hmm. they would be put onto an ice float and sent out to the sea to die by salvation or freezing to death wow that's kind of what they used to do as a ritual oh my goodness crazy isn't it i don't yeah. know why it kind of it was kind of like one of those things in their culture is like once you were no longer able to help the tribe like you know you had gotten too old you're out you're out you're sent off to an ice float to die they don't, they, they don't yeah bother with funerals i guess the ritual that, was, that was the funeral that yeah. was the funeral for the person that's like bye gosh it's kind of just like pirates isn't it like pirates of the caribbean how they just either walk the plank or just dump the body in the ocean and that's it yeah very interesting eh? oh well james that's 30 minutes gone like that yeah we've spoken about i think every, absolutely everything from moons to the very intriguing bizarre <laughs> rituals from around the world throughout time oh there yeah. he is <laughs> have you just been seeing my screen yeah i've been seeing the uh, house oh 
Okay, yeah. But yeah. Good old Henry Mouse. Yeah. Yeah. But yes, but, um, yeah, that's some strange, bizarre things in history. And they just keep it's not gonna end here. <laughs> There'll be plenty more in the future. Yeah. I think it also comes down to like superstition and I guess cultural what people culturally agree on. Yeah. Your upbringing and just yeah, what you're exposed to really. It's interesting, isn't it? You could literally be yeah doing any of that isn't it and think it's normal probably what we're doing day by day is like bizarre to other people they're just like what they take the tram what's a tram like to the city or a train that's insane is that your ritual that you do every yes yes it is like <laughs> yeah uh, but james it's been a pleasure as always yeah it's been a pleasure jess well i'll see you next week i guess yes Hopefully we'll be out of lockdown, fingers crossed. We're in lockdown for another week, people. So we're out next Thursday for Melbourne. So fingers crossed, everything's yeah. positive. Fingers crossed, toes crossed, yeah. legs crossed, arms crossed. Everything. Eyes crossed. <laughs> That's more, more important, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Bye. bye.